Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. This is the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey Eastman. Captain Mickey has been guiding the Texas Gulf Coast waters for over 30 years and has won numerous national and local tournaments. Now, here's your host, Captain Mickey. Good morning. Welcome to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show on this Sunday morning, I'm Captain Mickey Eastman producing the outdoor show this morning is Jace and our sponsors today, the Belleville Meat Market, Texan Roofing, Mainstream Marketing, and Boyd's One Stop. All right, weather in Galveston right now. Down on the island, it is 77 degrees. Feels like 78. Uh, it's a little muggy out there. Cloudy skies, a stray shower, a thunderstorm is possible today. They're throwing about a 20% chance on that and a high around 80 Winds will be south-southeast 15 to 25, and we're getting every bit of that right now. I noticed that first thing this morning, that wind is cranking. And then tonight, overcast, stray shower, thunderstorm is possible with a low of 74. South-southeast winds 15 to 25. And then for tomorrow, cloudy skies, same forecast, stray shower, thunderstorm, 20%. High around 80, south-southeast 10 to 20. Can we say weather change anywhere? <laughs> Pretty much the same for the next few days. But uh, looking at uh, Galveston Channel tides, uh, one tide today, that's all we have. Uh-huh, it's 7.56 a.m. this morning. It's a 1.8 coming off a negative 03 last night, and that's pretty much it for the day. 6.32 a.m. is sunrise, 7.59 p.m. is sunset. Our moon phase, 98%. Still looks full. Just coming off the uh, that full moon night before last. Uh, looking at current conditions around the complex, it's uh, steady 23 at the north jetty at, out of the south. And uh, Causeway, it's about 18. Eagle Point, 23. Morgan's Point, 20. San Luis Pass, 14. You know, that's what it's hitting now. Just below that is 27. It's the Surfside North Jetty, so... Got a little wind out there to play with this morning, so it is what it is, south flow. So we'll see if that's going to be the month of May. Well, anyway, well, let's go down to the Tri-Bay area and check in with Hammer, Captain Glenn Hammond, see what he's up to this morning. Glenn, good morning. How are you, man? Good morning, sir. Doing just fine. Thanks, buddy. How's, it, what is how's everything up? Yeah, top of the morning to you. Yeah. Well, we got a little... Well, my little weather station's telling me 17 miles an hour, and I've seen a gust up to about 20. Well, that's 19 now, so yeah. southeast, 19 miles an hour, and it's a little moisty when I walked out. Got a little light sprinkle going on. Uh, anyway, so uh, possibly we can fish this afternoon. I told uh, I got a couple of ladies that wanted to go this morning, and I've tried everywhere in the world to talk them out of it. I knew it was going to be windy. 
I fished yesterday uh, to no avail. I mean, it was uh, tough, tough, tough going, buddy. And I had a pretty good old fisherman with me, a buddy of mine, Steve, from CCA Sugarland, And uh, he comes down when he gets a day off, and uh, he had to get away. And so I accommodated, and we went out. We made the rounds, man. We we fished hard. We uh, we took some live shrimp, and, and I was headed out, and I went all the way over. I fished Bastrop Bay. I fished the old mud cut going through there, you know, going through the back way of, uh, from Christmas over to uh, West Bay. Fished mud cut a little bit, Bastrop, Christmas Bay. Man, we couldn't. I mean, it's a, it was a you could you could tell it was a full moon syndrome uh, the right. night before that that bright moon had to have something to do with it. But I that is he won toughest day of fishing <laughs> i've had in a long time luckily at the ramp that more yesterday morning he goes uh you know we don't have to catch a fish at all buddy i just wanted to get away and get out of town and get down here and get out amongst them you know and so don't worry about it and i went right on boy i'm glad somebody can feel like that without wanting to get away call the hammer yeah yeah well you just want to go for a boat ride yeah call me i'll I'll do the best i can but uh no we we put it on i mean you know we tried to put it on them we we did everything we went through the motions anyway and for all of our effort we came in yesterday with one trout one drum a whiting and a few croakers and that was i'm i'm telling you the struggle was real Tough, yeah, brought me back to reality, you know what I mean? Been been putting some pretty decent boxes of fish together, and every once in a while you get your butt handed to you. And uh, Oh, yeah, I, I had got one of them days the other day too, man. It happens. Nothing you can do about it, it. it. They don't bite every day. And like I said, we had that really bright moon, you know, and I got a feeling that was part of it. Plus, by the time we made it over to Bastrop, that wind had already kicked up. Before we got across Christmas, it was already white capping. Mm-hmm. So I had to slow down, and we just kind of eased on in there, and and that wind just steadily picked up as the day progressed. Uh, never got any better, and the water got dirtier. So uh, I mean, little tiny catfish after hard hit after hard oh, hit. Lord. We we were having a stingray competition. I think he caught two stingrays. I caught two stingrays. Uh, we both caught about 20 hard heads apiece. I mean, it's not even, you know what I mean. And then these, yeah. these, I got two ladies that really want to go today. And, and man, I've tried to talk them out about every way I could. You look, and told them what the wind was going to do today. Well, how do you know what the wind's going to do today? How do you know what it's going to be blowing at 3 o'clock and what it's going to be blowing at 7 o'clock. Oh, I just tell her, I told her, Noah, uh, you know, um, just take my word for it. You know what I mean? Save your money. And you tell them that, well, I haven't been fishing in a year. Well, ma'am, I'm sorry, but. Uh, no talking them out. Take them anyway. Just, hey, you got to do what you got to do. Right, right. Some people so, want to listen. No, I'll try to I'll try to talk them out of it again this afternoon because uh, I don't think it's going to change that much. No, it'll they got to be blowing harder in the afternoon. It usually does. So, yeah, yeah. So the sun come up. You know, it was a little overcasty yesterday, and uh, it wasn't too bad. 
like I said, we just, I, we didn't have any baby trout. I caught one baby red, the only baby red that we had, Captain Mickey. This little son of a gun wasn't five inches long, and he was hanging on to the end of that Good shrimp. Man. He went after that shrimp. Uh, the smallest red breath. Yeah, smallest red fish I ever caught in my life. Had one little bitty old dot on his tail. This son of a gun couldn't have been two months old, three months old. You know, they, had, they say they grow an inch a month. That's a fast-growing fish, if that's the case. But that's what that's a report I get from over here at Sea Center, Texas, and yeah, and everywhere. You know, they do the fingerling stockings and stuff for us real good. It's a it's a good deal for the bay system over here. But bait was everywhere. We've seen uh, tons of mullet jumping out of the water. I've seen some shad flipping. Uh, I've seen some birds working late yesterday afternoon after I got home across the bay. I could see uh, see some birds working, but by that time, that tide had already dropped out, and it was towhead after towhead just sticking way out of the water. And, 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 and for us in this area, you just need to know the territory. You need to know something about the territory because you're going to knock your prop off the boat or you're going to scratch it up anyway. So it's not always the best deal on the super low tide in the Tri-Bay area. Um, I haven't had any other reports from this way, nothing from the jetties. I know there's plenty of people down there crabbing, fishing, doing whatever, doing their thing, but uh, hadn't hadn't heard anything from that. So as long as this wind kicks up, I'm not sure if I'm going to hear anything, any other reports. My next door neighbor, Brandon, he went out yesterday and his they had two two trout in a gap top. Another buddy of mine, Steve, he went out, he fishes the same area I fish and they they didn't he said he had one red about nineteen inches they threw back. Uh they only had maybe two baby trout, you know, and they didn't have anything to bring in with them either. So out of yeah, three it sounds boats, like y'all need a Shot an arm from some tide runners out of the surf pulling through that pass. And yes, sir. In. Yes. Yes, sir. Once that, just leave a lighter southeast wind for a couple of weeks and where it'll come through the jetties, it'll come through the passes, the bays will start cleaning up, you know, and things will be on. We haven't caught our first skipjack. I heard you yesterday morning. You said somebody you were talking to. You yeah, said they you hear about one in here, one here and there, but the, you know how those things uh, are. They're they just yeah. show up all at one time and then they're gone before you know it. Just boom. That is out. a that is a crazy fish. If you don't watch out, you really you really let fish in hot to the boat. He'd jump right <laughs> in the boat with you, man. <laughs> and mess. They mess on everything, but they are they're well, they literally feeding on them shad, man, and they're just. Laying they're that cement trail out all over your boat, man. Oh, they are—they literally are a mess. Skipjacks, ladyfish, horse mackerels, or whatever you want to call them. But um, no, we—we we went at it. We gave it a good try. I think we were out there about three and a half hours. And uh, like I said, one drum, one trout, one a few whiting and croaker. And I took him a little modest bag of fish home with him yesterday, old Steve did. So Yeah. Anybody I heard that caught him yesterday, it was an early bite and buddy when it when they shut off, it was just boom. I mean nothing. Yeah. They they stayed shut off in our area. Just faded I mean, I away. <laughs> well it's just a matter of, you know, being fortunate enough to make the right first stop in the mornings. You know the way it, it is, is right now with this moon phase. And I probably made the wrong decision. I've been catching my 
fish on this end of the complex. Well, don't give up. That will that won't ever stop. You know, we do that all the right. time. Should we went right. left when we should have went right? You know how that works. That's man. He did. That's kind of like yesterday. I, I went, man. What did I? What did I burn all this gas? Well, it ain't that much in that Honda, but to, from here to, you know, go up to Old Intercoastal through Christmas over to Bastrop, back around to the Intercoastal, and then back to Surfside. You know, I'll probably burn five gallons of gas, mm. but no big deal. And we'd do it again. I'd do it for for Steve and my friends. And anyway, we were looking for him, but uh, to no avail, buddy. I'm glad he didn't care about just doing a boat ride. And that's basically <laughs> what we got. I come home and I went straight to bed. <laughs> they won't go. Well, you're gonna drink a beer with us, and I said, No, I'm gonna get me a nap, man. <laughs> I need a nap after that deal. <clears throat> You know, we're getting older, and those old joints in your back and your legs and everything, you know, you stand up in that boat for three or four hours, you don't realize uh, you, how much shock absorption your, your legs are soaking up for you. You know what I mean? Yeah. Anyway, tough it's, getting, uh, got to be a tough son of a gun to get old, it's man. called the but, aging oh, process. It is. <laughs> it is. Uh, but the good thing is just here. don't stop moving, don't lay up. It'll no, really that's it. Bad. That's it. At least move. At least move. And that's one do thing something. about me. I, I get up and go go do something. That's right. Uh, our bait camps are getting twenty four dollars. Yeah, they're getting twenty four dollars for a quart. They're getting uh, twelve dollars a dozen for the uh, for the croakers, and then they're getting five dollars a dozen for the finger mullet, and finger minnow, finger. Finger mullet and mud minnows. That's a tongue tire right there. But uh, so Bar barking monkeys, a dollar a piece. Barking monkey, dollar a piece. That's <laughs> right, buddy. Get on out and get you some. And and I've heard of uh, in one of the one of the bait camp guys said uh, he got a report from West Bay where it, there was a, a few reports of uh, some people doing pretty good on croakers. So somebody's oh, they getting dra they dragging buckets, wade fishing, doing pretty good with them. Yeah, some somebody's getting them somewhere. You know, they a lot of them are doing night trips too. You know, fishing at night with them. I've heard that story also. I heard some stories that uh over towards Matagorda, uh, more people are doing the night thing than they are uh, the day thing. You know, poor so fish never get a break. Get yeah, I don't even get a get a excited about night fishing until it's no nah, night know, times for sleeping for me. Man, July not sleep sometimes. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's what you do. You sleep all day, and you wake up and go out in the evening oh, fish. I, that's in in August, though. I'm talking July and August. Yeah, that you, you know, don't need to. Yeah, that's a you good don't time to, to lay up. up during the day and then do things right. at night. It's too nice yeah. right now to lay up during the day. Oh yeah, I'm looking forward to it. But uh, no, it's all it's all good in the hood, and uh, and uh, it'll get better. It, it'll it'll. You know, like we just had a weird season so far. I mean, the, the weather, the wind, every direction. You know, it's not like it's it ain't like this all the time, but it just seems like, man, we just can't get a break down here. We can't get a good pattern of a good prevailing southeast wind True. for about three weeks. And then uh, we get that beautiful water coming in our passes and our jetties and all that stuff and everything. And then it'll be on. But uh, as it is right now, it's hit or miss down here. And we we doing the best It'll we come. can, but we're, we're missing more than we're hitting right now. <laughs> well, it, that's all right. It'll come, man. Oh, Hammer, yeah. give him a number. Oh, yeah. Somebody uh, wants to call you, brother. 
you know, the sad thing is there's two different drownings down here. Coast Guard going yeah, up and down. Yeah, I heard they're still so looking for that teenage boy. Yes, uh, they found the, the elderly man. They found him. But anyway, 713-208-0683. Captain Mickey, always a pleasure, buddy. When it's blowing like this, stay out of that surf, unless you're an experienced swimmer and got a surfboard under you. Yeah, yeah, put a life it, jacket uh, on and watch those kids, man, with I mean, those currents out there. It, we hear about it's it sad. every year, over and over. I know it. All right, man. I know it. That Coast Guard was up and down that Coast Bye-bye. See you later, See buddy. you, buddy. Later. All right. Well, I need to take a moment to tell everybody about the Belleville Meat Market located right in downtown Belleville. Just go downtown, look for the big white sign. Their meat market and processing facility are right de- next door to one another. And this week, they're double featuring their green onion pecan smoked sausage and their three cheeses pecan smoked sausage. That's a wild game favorite, and it's now available in the store. You can try it before you buy it. Free samples are always available. And on special, center-cut pork chops, two ninety-nine a pound. And they're now serving homemade hot dogs and pulled pork in their barbecue department. And uh, fresh ground beef daily, three fifty-nine a pound when you buy it in bulk, 10 pounds or more. And fresh fryers, just a buck ninety-nine a pound. Wild game processing. Making their Vinny dogs and hog dogs. That's homemade hog dogs using your own venison or wild pigs. You can bring something home from your hunt. The whole family can enjoy all year long. Celebrating over 41 years serving the greater Houston community. That's the Belleville Meat Market for Meat is Our Middle Name. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Sports Radio 610 presents The Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey Eastman.
Good morning. Welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show. On this Sunday morning, it's 420 here in the Bayou City. All right, let's go check in with Captain Jeff Naylor this morning and see what's up with him. Morning, Jeff. What's up? What's up, Captain Maggie? How you doing this morning? If I'm uh, reading things right around the social media sites, where are you at right now in New Orleans? Man, we're in New Orleans. Yep, that's right. First of May is my two girls' uh, birthdays, so they get to do something really interesting and crazy. So they drove me down to New Orleans this year. We went to uh, uh, Jazz Fest, <laughs> New Orleans Jazz Fest. Right. Well, y'all having fun, I guess. Ooh, buddy, this is this is the city that never sleeps. We're literally too much fun. Oh man, yeah. that, uh, <laughs> nobody goes to bed around there. I'm telling you, I don't think it happens, man. It's crazy. Uh, yeah, we saw some really good bands yesterday, and of course, all the little jazz local bands, everything. And uh, the the last part of the Grateful Dead called the, the Dead Company with uh, John Mayer plays with him now, and. Uh, Man, the Lumineers. My girls love the Lumineers. Uh, shoot, you name it. Like I said, it's just an interesting time. Interesting time from the time we got here, really. Yep. But yeah, man. Down in down the Bayou City here, or excuse me, in the in the Bayou, anyways. But yeah, I was definitely uh, in the Bayou District down in that part of the world. <laughs> it's a different planet there. Sure is. I post good some good food, pictures though. up. Oh my goodness! You, yeah, that that's right. And uh, you know the street food around here, and I can't recall it being this good, uh, you know, previously. But uh, man, they got all kinds of neat stuff. But uh, man, I posted some pictures on the Sicko page. Uh, uh, I think it was last week. I sent you yeah, a I handful saw that. just now. You know, I was lucky uh, uh, before I left. Uh, Mr. Elliott called me over to his house, and he's got uh, just drones of, of, of articles from, you know, much of his days. Of course, there's folks that she, he bought those, uh, biz, excuse me, bought Elliott, Captain Elliott's business from. Mm-hmm. And uh, anyways, a bunch of bunch of really neat stories and articles and all that. And one that was really neat was, uh, I don't know if you, if you know uh, Ann Johnson, Captain uh, uh, Ann's Dream. She's been around for, I mean, long, long time. And I sent you a no, picture. I've never I met her. That one. Yeah, very, very, very interesting. Like, I believe she's the first uh, woman captain in Texas. Right. She did really, did really good on the on the uh, on the Marlin circuit and everything else. And uh, I put, I posted a picture of it in, in the Sicko's uh, pages just before I got on with you. And uh, so the story goes that she, you know, uh, down here at the Fishing Fiesta has been going on, I think last year was her 75th year. It's been going on for a long, long time. And uh, it's always a, a big thing. It's a tournament uh, after the blessing of the fleet and yada, yada, yada here for Freeport. And so apparently she went out, uh, had three or four big fish, that were were gonna take the take the winnings or, or look like it was gonna be first places and all of them and she got about uh, two thirds of the way home and ended up uh, running out of gas or diesel. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. So she uh, so she starts calling people on the radio and just so happens she caught uh, Elliot when he was out there on a, a charter, you know, a full charter with fifty people or whatever, and ends up 
going and picking her up with their fish and bringing her back to the to the Coast Guard station, I guess, where you weighed them at that point. And so she brought them back to the Coast Guard station, ends up winning. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, the, the fishing fiesta is kind of interesting because, you know, you get, I don't know, there might be 20 or 25 uh, fish prizes. And, you know, the every first place gets in a drawing. And so, uh, shoot, you can win several different divisions, but, you know, maybe not win the grand prize. Well, she ends up winning the grand prize this year. So that that picture is uh, uh, the grand prize winning, which is a, a rod and reel, which mm-hmm. according to them was kind of a, a not the greatest prize of all time, but, you know, whatever. <laughs> so that, Pretty much that a slap a in the face for that, if you ask me. Yeah, for all that effort. Yeah, exactly. I thought that was kind of a hilarious story. Well, there's a bunch of them, and I'm going to share a few more. You know, really, it kind of plays into what's going on right now within Louisiana, man. Those guys are crushing it. They've got, what, two two bluefins already in the uh, Louisiana Gulf Coast. Gulf yeah, Classic. I saw that one boat had a uh, big blue marlin and a bluefin laying in the floor. Yes, and, uh, yes, indeed. But I, I was watching it on, uh, you know, CBS Sportsnet the last two mornings. I hadn't checked it this morning, but it uh, – I mean, it was over yesterday, right? Was that the last day? I believe it is. I mean, shoot, if they're in there weighing and fish, you know, I would imagine it's getting real close anyways. Yeah, so that – and they had a 471 blue marlin and a uh, – no. Yeah, 415 blue marlin and a 471 bluefin, something like that, two of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I've actually talked to at least two others uh, last weekend – that uh, were fishing over here, over on the Texas coast, and and had both of them had double header bluefin. One of them, uh, I think they released all four, as a matter of fact. But uh, yeah, and then you had another guy come right behind them at eight ten. I tell you what, this whole season in the Gulf of Mexico, they they have let it go for a long time. I mean, they, I was very surprised to see that last weekend they were going to continue to let the quota go. I think, uh, you know, with the fish that were caught in Port A the couple weeks ago, and, you know, it right. doesn't take many to meet that quota. And there were several, actually, there were, I say several, there was a handful that were caught in Louis, uh, in Florida, I believe it was, before they made it here, and also in uh, right. Mississippi, I think, caught one or two. So, uh, you know, man, and I think, uh, you know, everybody looks back at that, that, uh, that catamaran boat that went out there and, 15 foot seas last weekend or a couple oh, weekends boy. ago. Yeah. Yeah. You know, hey, man, they're chasing that dream. And they were out there, as, as it turns out. So, you know, had they caught one, maybe they would have been heroes. I don't know. But uh, <laughs> I think, uh, I mean, it uh, seems like the blue marlin bite and the bluefin bite has been dynamite, you know? The Gulf has been very productive. It sure has, you know. Ironically, I have not been seeing a bunch of real big uh, yellowfin tuna uh, catches, which is, you know, I guess it's not that well, they rare. They were there for time. a couple of weeks. They were catching some good ones out of, you know, Venice. Yeah. Mike Jeffcoat was keeping me informed about it. I mean, they were popping them pretty good, man. Wow. I did, and, and, you know, I don't get to listen to Jeffcoat a whole lot, Uh you know, it's because I'm bouncing around so much. But what are they catching them on over there? Did he really relay that? Um, Man, a lot know. of a lot of guys were using uh, poppers, you know, on big spinners, spinners, yeah. chunking at them. 
and they were catching some fish up to 200. Plog just texted me. He said that uh, the winner in that tournament was a 642 blue. Ooh. Six forty-two won it. That's that's a stud. That is a stud. No kidding, man. I mean, and this time of the year, especially, it's the this time of the year is the only time I've ever been out in the uh, golf and that that I can recall. You know, about four years, three or four years ago, we we hit a we had a, a double header and ended up put putting our lure out. I mean, like within two seconds of losing these fish, you know, we had, we had, we're starting to put our spread out. Wham, got another one. I mean, we had three or four within, you know, less than an hour's yeah. time. I mean, it was, it was crazy. And, uh, you know, I don't know if they get ganged up real big around this time of the year, but uh, was Cameron down there fishing it this weekend or? Yeah, he was fishing. I don't, I, I don't know what boat he was on. Um, I didn't get that information. I didn't stay on top of it like I should have had. I had other stuff going. I did enjoy watching it on TV for a couple of mornings, though, while I was on the air. Yeah, 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 man. I wish I was down there. I'll tell you that much. I mean, uh, I probably wouldn't have won anything, but I sure would have enjoyed Hell, watching. I figured you'd have, you were at the Kentucky Derby and uh, <laughs> bet on Mage and uh, 15 to 1 odds. How about throwing 100 grand on that horse? You'd be celebrating Woo! still. Buddy, so, did you see that race? That was a yeah, it was a good race, man. Waited wow. all day to to watch two minutes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I tell you that that is hilarious. You know that that's the thing with horse racing. I just can't get around. You know, you the three or four hour ordeal, and you know you got about thirty minutes total worth of racing. You know, but uh, yeah, man, that that was a fantastic race. I did get to catch that clip a few times while I was eating breakfast or something yesterday. I can't remember, but. Uh, but yeah, I mean, you know, that's 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 the thing about being down here in in New Orleans. You know, that everybody's watching that Kentucky Derby, and and the Bill Fitz tournaments at the same time. You know, right. you just got to go to the next bar. That's all. You know, find you a bar that's uh, playing what you want to watch, man. That's it. No doubt. Hey, let me knock this break out, Jeff. Hang on, I'll be right back at you, buddy. Hang on. Okay. All right. You're listening to The Outdoor Show here at Sports Radio 610. We'll take a quick break. We'll be right back. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See mobilecom 
baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Live from the Twin Peaks studios, Sports Radio 610 presents The Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey Eastman. Good morning. Welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show on this uh, kind of a breezy Sunday morning. All right, let's go back and talk some more with old Jeff Naylor. Captain Jeff. Nailem Naylor, what's up, man? We're back. <laughs> man, I was trying to in the on the break. I was trying to look back and see what the you know if Noah had said anything about the uh, bluefin tuna quota being bad or anything. And I can't. Gosh, they made some of this stuff so difficult to try to find. I mean, you really got to dig to to go and find. You know, essentially they put out a bulletin that says we're getting close, and then they come back and they. You know, put an article out saying, yeah, right. okay, you know what I mean? It's just this very long, lengthy deal, and you really never actually know when it ends. I mean, you know, some folks will, will be good, and when they find it, they post it. In my history, maybe I'm completely off. I don't know. But, uh, you know, going on the, about that, the, the snapper season for federal four-hire guys here in Texas has yet to be announced. They still haven't announced the uh, snapper season. Although I've heard – Oh, I thought it was June 1st. No, it's it is open on June first. That's correct, but they have not come out with the uh, the end date yet, or how many days we're going to get. Oh, I got you. Yet. Okay, they did they did for the I believe I saw an article last week about uh, uh, recreational uh, fishing for snapper in the Gulf of Mexico, and I think that that's June and July, so sixty total days. Last last year before uh, at the end of our season. Um, they came out and they said we had not reached our quota, so we were going to get some additional quota last year. And they were actually going to open up the season in October right. to kind of meet, uh, you know, catch us up. But uh, they didn't end up opening it. They promised to put it in the 2023 season, and we have yet to see it. I've yeah. heard. I think they have a <laughs> promises, promises, a little teaser. Yeah, you know, you never know. It's all a big gamble, really, but. You know, yeah, we all uh, just fish and get along. <laughs> Golly. Did, uh, did you see those there. big snappers Yarky caught like eight miles off the Galveston coast? Yeah. I mean, he's got crazy. some doings, man. Yep. Yeah. 34 was... and 36 inch ones. I mean, they, and they were as wide as they were long. I'm going, toads. Wow. Yeah. Sharky's been crushing it here lately. I mean, they those guys have really been catching a bunch of fish. Um, well, it's you know, going to be tough crushing them in this wind, man. It's cranking over here this morning. Is it blowing down here over your way? No, luckily it's not, man. We got we got pummeled by rain though during that that whole concert. It, it never stopped raining from the time. Yeah, we got all that there. rain that came through it just grazed me yesterday morning. It headed straight for Louisiana and it got big. Yeah. It did, and it just went in a big circle to even worse. So it rained on you, and it slowed uh, down for a little bit, and it turned around and catch you from the backside. It was, uh, 
Yeah, it was terrible. But you know what? They 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 opened it up, and and you know, I think they may have missed one or two bands in the whole day yesterday. Mm. But I tell you this, Mickey, I'd much rather be rained on than than sit out there in wet hundred degree weather. You know, muggy and gooey. Uh, I'll take a little cloud cover and some rain over that, you know. Yeah. It was, uh, it was, you know, music festivals are always, always, uh, interesting to begin with. You know, you're, you're normally walking about 10 miles, you know, in every direction. So, uh, yeah. But anyways, no, right this minute, it's, it's actually almost dead calm, you know. Mm. And, uh, I, I, I thought I remember seeing that, uh, that, the uh, you know, Fushan and down there was going to actually be pretty, pretty decent weather. I guess aside from these little rain bands and stuff this weekend, up no, that was right. last week. I may or may not have gotten it right, but uh, I mean, seems like a lot of boats, you know, entered in the in the Louisiana billfish tournament. So couldn't have been too terrible, I guess. No, that's a big deal. That's, uh, yeah, that's the big boys. Yeah, you know what? In, uh, normally, at, at Jazz Fest is the second time I've been to Jazz Fest, and uh, I feel like last time I saw, I, I watched a lot, a little bit more like country music style people, and uh, I know I know it's Jazz Fest, but uh, it seems like they always do a mix of you know all kinds of stuff. But uh, this year, this year wasn't quite that way. Um, but anyways, it was a great time nonetheless. I'm, uh, man, I'm like, I'm getting so close to my boat. I say that. I'm not really close at all, actually. I just you got the T-top done last week. You out there doing a the jazz fest, uh, man. You better be if you burning don't, that oil. <laughs> you, got, you don't mind. You got to tell my girls that. You know, I got I to. Gotta, you know, well, you got to take care of I don't girls, win. <laughs> so you have two daughters? I uh, know, just one, just one. One and uh, a wife. Yeah, calling my girls. They uh, all right. Two to one, they tag team me. They they win most of the time. You're outnumbered. So, that's it, babe. Majority you know, rules. Stuck. That's it. But I got my uh, I got my tee top done last week, and uh, you know I've got my boat over there. Gallus in it. At, hey, what's up, man? Uh, you know it's fiberglass shop and and uh, Gulf Coast fiber fiberglass, and then I got. Uh, uh, my center console at another fiberglass shop. And uh, so <laughs> if everything works right, man, I'm going to get it back next week. They tell me on Wednesday I go pick up everything. And uh, you gotta you got to bolt three motors on and rig all of them. You know, I'm getting good at that. On. That's it, the whole night. As a matter of fact, not only do I have to put electronics on, but it's not like I can just put my old electronics back in the holes. i got to cut the holes. I mean, the whole nine yards. I mean, it's right. – uh, I'll be right down to the wire this time, babe. But you know, I'm 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 confident. I'm confident. I'm not giving it up yet. You know, this is like the fourth year that I've done the motor, so I'm getting real good at that. I mean, I'm thinking of one day, and I'll have all that rigged out. Um, this year, man, I went completely. You know, uh, do you have the Suzuki uh, or not? I'm sorry, the Honda uh, screen, the little small yeah. digital readout. Yeah, that's what yeah. I got on my on my dash. Yeah. yeah. I had, I had four of them. So I had one for each motor, and then a uh, fourth one for the uh, fuel economy stuff like that. Right. And 
you know what, it was really neat kind of having all that. But uh, at the same time, I think one or two of the screens went out. It was a real tough thing trying to get the, you know, get it is a warranty, but, you know, of course, everything's on back order. So it took for a while, you know, a while to get it. This year, I'm doing away with all that. I'm going with a single screen, like a, a, I don't even know what yet, probably a SimRad, maybe a six or eight inch screen, um, a fish finder, essentially, that I'm going to turn into the, the tack and all that and uh so hopefully i simplify my life a little bit with that but uh you know i'm used to doing the whole i mean the complete what do you call setup cable that you link them all together with i've i've got my yeah and and i've got that where i can i've got it plugged into to my lawrence also that way if something happens with my gauge itself i can go to that screen and see you know, my water temperature and all, you know, everything, you know, yeah, water pump pressure, oil pressure, all of it. You can just link it onto that. Plus, you know, it's got all your, your speed and all, all that stuff. It, it's pretty fancy. Oh yeah. Very fancy. Great idea too, by the way, you know, for exactly that one reason is that you, now you have two ways of finding out information when that if, or, you know, that screen, wherever go yeah, out, either one that little I'm, screen goes out your smart yeah. gauge or whatever they call that thing. Absolutely. You know, in, in a lot of those screens too, Sim Rad, it, you're right. The NEMA 2000 was the, you know, manufacturer, the, the, the NEMA industry table, as a that's whole. That's the one I was trying to think of that you just yeah. you know, come off the back of that and go into your, your uh, unit, you know, your right. GPS and depth finder. Right. And that's what links everything together. And that should mm-hmm. theoretically link uh, even even uh, different manufacturers, Simrad, Giorno, whatever, all at the Garmin, you know, and that links them all up. At least shares a lot of information. And uh, so that, that's really neat. And you know what? There, there's so many nowadays, like, uh, there's such great t- technology with the motors and, and the uh, how much fuel – that the computer reads is burning per hour and this and that, and, and you can link it all up to your uh, to your main screen, which is good because it really gives you a, a, a real-time data as far as your range for your boat or, you know, just different, just all kinds of information that, you know, you really wouldn't expect. And, uh, and one thing, including, too, is you can actually uh, calculate you you have to preset how much fuel you have in your boat, but even further than yeah, that, yeah. See, like, I have trouble doing that with that gauge. I'll I'll fill my boat up and it holds ninety six gallons, and I'll reset everything and then put the ninety six in there. And for whatever reason, it I, I'm not doing it right. I don't. I need to get a manual from, you know, Fernando, Fernando, and and. Uh, <laughs> Or else get, take it over there and let him show me how to do it because it, it's aggravating. Because I don't yeah. trust the regular mechanical gauge. I always have trouble with those. Exactly. That's the point. It's, you know, those. I'm going to tell you this from, from, from pure just watching it. You know, my boat, uh, let's just say those tanks are, you know, perfect rectangles. You know, they're uh, 10 inches tall by 5 foot long, you know, such and so forth. Well, the boat sits at an odd angle. So just because your your uh, gauge says it's full doesn't necessarily mean that's all the gas right. you could use. Yeah, you know that's like I mean? my mechanical gauge. It stays on full forever. And then right. once it starts coming down, it just starts, you know, really going down. 
Right, right. Yeah, and so I mean it gives you the idea. It uh uh it it, it gives you the ability to go in there and set exactly how much fuel, you know, it takes for you to, to to run and be completely empty or not be able to go. Mm. And uh so that yeah, I mean there you go. That's that's a added benefit to doing that. But as it turns out, you know, in order to, to actually set it really accurately, I mean, you almost have to have the tank completely empty, you know, tell it that it's full and, and, but, uh, but I mean, nonetheless, really cool information. Um, you know, I prefer Garmin. I have no affiliation with any of them. I don't, I mean, uh, I don't either. I just use, I'm, I've been hung up on Lowrance. I used to use Garmin and I got hung up on the Lowrance and then, if I ever have to retool again, I'll, I don't know what I'll go with. <laughs> well, I mean, Lowrance is great because, it, you know, it, it, it runs with all the main code, iPilot stuff, and, you know, it used to I, – I just wasn't a big fan of, of Lowrance for a while because of the, it seemed to be a little bit more complex as far as the user, <clears throat> the system went itself. I mean, but, you know, it's about like anything. I mean, in my opinion, the Samsung phone versus the – you know, Apple iPhone or whatever. I mean, you know, you get used to the program, roll with it. I mean, I think uh, technology's gotten really good throughout the year across the board. So, um, you know, uh, Casey went with Furno. And back in the day, Furno was, was everything. You know what I mean? Your, mm. your nav nets, I mean, all that stuff was, you know, Furno was top of the line. You didn't get any better. And uh, <clears throat> and then they had some networking problems for a while that people couldn't really get around and figure out. So they kind of pulled back a little bit. And, uh, you know, the big boats still use them. I think they're, they're really known for the radars, I think, more than anything. But right. uh, um, but they got some really cool stuff coming out. I tell you this, cool enough that, uh, you know, Casey, that's what he's doing now. And uh, – People really went with Garmin, I think, for a long time too, because of the it, it's real user friendly, you know. Uh, for whatever reason, the the systems. Right. I I prefer Garmin. I think my the one thing that I like about Garmin more than anything else, it updates like ten times a second or something like that. So, you know, when you're driving and it's got that little icon showing your boat going one direction, it's pretty much. I mean, that's real time, you know, versus maybe another manufacturer that that lagged a little bit you know and when you're trying to navigate some real tight spots or trying to get right on something that's very very tight you know it's it's nice to have something super super accurate you know in real time <clears throat> but yeah i mean it's all fun stuff man i mean not only am i doing the, the electronics switch over and everything i completely redid all of my valves all the plumbing i have about yeah, you were telling me that that's a, that's a dang good idea man because that kind of man that through hole stuff and the, all those fittings and if it fails you're in trouble way out there 100 miles offshore that's nuts you're absolutely right you have to write like and a I, catamaran I, <laughs> a <couple> yeah. ago. <laughs> mayday mayday <laughs> yeah knock on wood man hopefully not I think I, I was like I think I was telling you the other day I had probably nine or ten valves and, and bronze I used to buy nothing but bronze and uh, I tell you of those nine or ten I bet you I only had one or two that you know I could even turn anymore I mean it was it was bad so I went completely synthetic this time they're all like uh, uh, it's a glass filled nylon type right. uh, valve so. 
I guess time will tell exactly how much, you know, how well they they work. But Well, saltwater uh, and brass and, and other metals don't mix too good. No, not at all. I'll tell you another thing that and was pretty really much hard, all too. of them, they're all ball valves, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah 100% I can see where valves. they can lock yeah. up and you can't turn one open or close it. That's it, man. And they get froze up. And, you know, it could be something as simple as, like, uh, uh, you know, you having a, a – uh, ground out in the build somewhere you know you got to imagine i mean it's constantly if nothing drains into your build just the humidity and the build up of water on the deck and everything you're going to get water down there it stays moist you know so it's one yeah, it little does. scrape of that wire something like that next thing you know it's grounding in the back and it's running and you wouldn't believe how fast you know bilge pumps go out or you know bait well pumps or anything when you got a cross in there somewhere it just i mean they they zap them almost instantaneously you know and another thing this is my running theory i don't know if it's going to work out or not but uh you know when you have a little bit of a uh like last year i had a little bit of a grounding on something in my in my bilge and it was almost like electrify the water a little bit. It just it was really weird. So I'm hoping that this like synthetic thing also can break that that transfer of power somewhere. I don't know. It's uh again, it's just all trial and error at this point, I think. So But yeah, I mean, you know, I got a bunch on the list, man. I'm knocking it out a little bit of time, but uh I tell you, it's uh it's coming down to the wire. Coming down to the wire. Well, that's good. Hopefully this wind yeah. will come down to the wire this year a little bit early, you know, still wait yeah, until mid-June or whatever to quit blowing. <laughs> you know, those first three or four days in May being calm like that and, boy, fishing season's going. I mean, everybody's blowing and going, and now the wind's back. I just hope we don't get one of those Mays where it just cranks and cranks every day. Had enough, oh, man. man. I'm telling you, historically, June the first – Two weeks in June have not been real nice to us either, you know. Yeah, and, back in uh, the 80s, man, we had some calm Mays, and you can't believe some of the, boy, the big trout we'd catch out of the boat in May, you know, open water trout where you could get to them. And, and uh, that's a big problem these days is not just not being able to get to and target the fish you need to be on with the wind we have. You're just, you're just stuck to the shoreline. Uh, no those shorelines start getting thinned out with all the pressure, you know, from wade fishermen and everything, you know, fighting the wind. That's all. That's, that's the only place you can go. You got to get out of it. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, and it, so snapper season used to open on like April 27th or something, April 21st. Yeah, something it seemed like, that like April. Long, long time. Yeah. And, and those uh, days are gone. Yeah. <laughs> Well, you know, everybody's got a boat nowadays. I mean, you know, and it's, uh, shoot, I don't guess this year's going to be any better, seems like. I mean, all the boat shows seem to be selling out left and right. So, we'll see. I it's mean, amazing how much money there is floating around out there. Oh, my God. It's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. I did, you know, it blows my mind to see some of these boat prices. I mean, we talked a little bit last week about the, you know, bay boats, incredible prices they're asking for those. Yeah. But, Gar rigs, $80,000. Okay. You know, premium stuff, just, 140 to 200 bay fishing oh boats. Nuts. Where, where is this going to end? You know, are we going to go through a period here know. where it just 
plateaus for a while. I mean, at these prices, I've got a plateau for about 220 years. I mean, my money making capabilities capabilities aren't adjusting to the to the price changes. Yeah. It's like I'm going backwards. I'm telling you, I am telling you. I mean, I, 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 two people have reached out to me this year. I mean, people know me on the dock as a guy like you know, if if they have you know want to start a charter business or whatever, they come over there and get with me, and you know, I will tell you everything that you want to know. I'll tell you what I've learned. I'll tell you what I've seen. I'll tell you what other people have done. All that kind of stuff. I had two people come up to me this year, you know, and they went out and dropped ridiculous money on a boat. And I just reminded everybody, listen. You can't make money right now. Like, you cannot be into a boat, you know, ridiculous money and make money. You know, realize no, you're that you're going to be geared. Out of the, out of the gate, oh, man, out of the start, you just, you're just too upside down. I mean, it's hard to 7% justify. interest. Yeah. I mean, you got to really want it in your heart real bad. Insurance and prices they, are just absolutely nuts. I oh, mean, yeah. I found that out renewing my homeowners from last year to this year. I cannot believe it, it had to be a 40% increase. It was just nuts. Oh, wow. Same way with boat vehicles. I mean, it's just uh, sooner or later, All out right everybody's going to run out of money. Yeah. Yeah. Well, get me through this season. Let, let everybody with money come and hang out. And then uh, next year I'll deal with it then. <laughs> you know. <laughs> I always ask one of my, you know, Lee Potter, which, uh, you know, I, he's my neighbor down the road. And I asked him the other day, I was like, man, you know, I couldn't recall during the recession, like, you know, 2008, 2007, how bad, you know, how was it? And he said, man, it really wasn't that bad. He said, it's, Nothing uh, like you know, this. yeah, exactly. And so hopefully that's not fear that, uh, well, I have to worry about, but, you know. People better be we'll careful. See. The third quarter coming up, that's going to be the telltale right there. Well, I tell you. Yeah, it's weird, too, that these, uh, the plants, you know, that, that I work in here now, I mean, at the beginning of this year, laying off everybody. I mean, they were chopping people really? left and right. Oh, yeah. I mean, it was, you know, it was a big fear, you know. This is a recession year. Things uh, go to, you know, what's the market going to do? Shoot those chemical companies they ride on the market you know that that they you know back and forth with it so yeah laid off everybody no money for anything don't don't expect any good year this year and then the second quarter they turned back around and released all kinds of work and and it was blow and go blow and go blow and go now they're starting to wind back down again and you know that kind of that kind of up and down man that's what crushes you right there he crushes me anyways you know, give me something steady. I don't have to be rich. I don't have to be poor, but I want to be somewhere in the middle, you know, somewhere in the middle. Exactly. But, you know, time will tell, I guess, you know, just kind of have to sit in the saddle and ride it out. But, uh, yeah, I mean, you know, like you said, don't get me wrong about 60 days worth of no win. I'm not going to be excited about far as having to run so many trips but at the same time if i can put me a little stash away for the rest of the year and not have to sweat it out so much i'll do it you know i'm with you brother <laughs> i'm with you <laughs> oh well well hey i'm glad you got your women over there and y'all had a good time and all that and yeah it's uh y'all fixing to 
get back to the reality, come back over here, and, uh, hey, it's time to go to work, man. Yeah, that's it. You know, they uh, Megan was telling me on the way over here that uh, over there on the Atchafalaya Basin Bridge that they're putting up cameras now to time you from the time you start onto the bridge to the time you end, and they're going to give you a ticket if you make it too fast or whatever. So yeah, I guess i got to ride the gauntlet back today. <laughs> They're going to make a lot of money with Dalvin. Let me tell you what, on the Chaffalaya Basin, people are winding me down at like 85 miles an hour, you know, and they're not even slowing down. So, yeah, it might be a good play for Louisiana. I don't know. Two of the worst traffic jams I've ever been in my life, both of them were on that bridge right there. (laughs) I thought I was going to have to Uh, pop a tent up and spend the night. I couldn't (laughs) believe it. Good Lord. Oh, man, all good stuff, all good stuff, you know. But So I got to run ride the gauntlet back today and 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 uh yeah it's gonna be an interesting day i'll tell you that everybody drives safe and there's no wrecks on that because boy when you get a wreck on that bridge it's it's a shutdown and it takes forever oh yeah there's nothing i like about interstate 10 anymore i used to use a lot of it runs right by me out there where i live and i stay off of it as much as i can hey i gotta run I looked at the time. I got to go, buddy. Well, Jeff, have a good one. Throw out a number and a web address. Somebody wants to get with you this summer and do some blue water fishing, buddy. Hey, yeah, man, 979-417-1013 or go to our website, stsladventures.com. Man, you have a blessed Sunday. I Thanks, appreciate Jeff. you talking. You too, man. Be safe. Right. Later, Hi, buddy. buddy. All right, man. All right, it's time for a break. You're listening to the Outdoor Show here at Sports Radio 610. We'll be right back. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Oh, 